Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. You can call us Deliveroo because we are here delivering you the word of God with extra, extra sauce. On Hashtag Scripture, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. Before we start, if you have an asthma pump or you take any medication for any heart problems or like epilepsy or anything like that, take it now, make sure you got it nearby because we cannot be responsible. We cannot, I repeat, be held responsible for any health issues that you may experience as a result of listening to this podcast. <laughs> it's just not our fault. Before we start, can you go and send this to anybody who has a whole bunch of misconceptions about Christianity? So for people who constantly say things that are just untrue and inaccurate about Christianity, they can find us on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and iTunes Podcast, hashtag scripture, on Instagram and Facebook, hashtag scripture, on Twitter, at HT scripture, and on our website, www.hashtagscripture.com, and on Patreon if you want to support www.patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture let's get into it so the word on the street is everybody's mad at christianity but they don't even know what on earth they're mad about because they've never made the effort to understand any of it and they don't read their bible <laughs> so this week we will be discussing um popular misconceptions popular misconceptions about christianity and then two how do we reason with atheists and people of other faiths so one popular misconceptions and then we'll tackle how we're supposed to reason with atheists and people of other faiths so dedication oh <laughs> We are, we are dedicating this episode to people who just stay confused. <laughs> like people who literally just stay. I mean, I'm not the most confused. all the way. Like, yeah, this is the it's dedicated to confused.com people. People who are forever like, huh? I don't get it. Oh, but that doesn't make any sense. So everybody who stays confused and people who you know are stays, stays confused about Christianity, about theology in general. This is who we're dedicating this episode to. May you be enlightened. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> amen. And actually, that's a, that's a really good point to start on, actually, because um, I was listening to one Andy Mineo song, I can't, Mineo, sorry, Andy Mineo song, um, and I can't remember which song it was, but basically he was saying, why do you need to write that now? Because just in case I want to use it for the caption, and I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I um, yeah, Andy, Andy Mineo song, that basically i think her name is madeline lengel i think her name is um and she basically did like a voiceover on the song saying that if we're expecting um finite answers to infinite questions then we're always going to be un unsatisfied because mm. obviously you wouldn't be able to obtain those things so it's just something to think about mm. um approach this podcast with an open mind mm. because whilst we do try and be as down to earth as possible we are radical christians um so yeah yeah there's, there's that um yeah so my first one is um that we are pagans who worship three gods this is mainly like a muslim thing that um because we um because because we call god the trinity they think we worship three different gods um and that we like you know that we're like basically on the same level as like hinduism where we're just monotheist i'm um, sorry polytheists you know worshiping a hundred different gods when that's not true um personally i don't like the word trinity because it, it just has become very divisive in the world um and that's obviously not the intention 
but I think people are almost purposely misconstruing it to be obtuse about things. So that I personally don't think is that hard to understand. Like it's complex, but it's also very simple mm-hmm. and like com- complex simplicity, like the TJ Moses album. Like it's just very, you can really understand it if you want to. And if you don't want to, mm-hmm. then you can be very confused by it. And I say that because, um, we're made in God's image. So we should be able to understand how the Trinity works because we also have a Trinity of things or like we're multifaceted beings just like God is. Um, so in Genesis, in first, in Genesis one, we, in the beginning, in the beginning. <laughs> we, uh, we get our very first clue about God's nature. Um, so G- Genesis 1, 1 says, In the beginning, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. And then Genesis 1, 26 then says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. So my issue with um, Islam and how they don't understand what we're saying when we say when God says our and us and we and stuff like that is that they have the exact same thing in their, in their text as well. God refers to their God, not my hashtag, not my Jesus. Mm. Um, uh, Their God refers to himself as we in times. And they say, Oh, but it's, you know, like a Royal we. And I do understand the kind of like God's so big that he couldn't even fit into the singular pronoun. He had to have a plural pronoun because he just infinite like that. But at the same time, so then you should be able to start to understand why we ascribe this trinity to him because he is so good he is so big he is so infinite um so we start to see kind of like this thing and seeing that we're made him he's made us in his image and his likeness we can then say okay so then let's look to ourselves to see what do we have that we can kind of see that it might be like how god is set up and we see that we have a mind a body and a spirit having a mind, body, and a spirit is basically, it's almost exactly what the Trinity means. God is the, God, the father is the mind. Um, Jesus is the body and the spirit, Holy Spirit is a spirit, obviously. So I, I don't think that's hard to understand. Mm-hmm. I think that's really simple. The same way that you and I, common human beings, you know, common human beings who are not all that complicated have a mind, body, and spirit. It's the same way that God is set up because he made us in his likeness. So that's the bit that I don't I don't really get why that's so hard to understand. Yes, it may be, we're not going to understand the whole complete exact details of it, but being ourselves and knowing that, for example, I can fight with my body. Like when I'm trying to get up in the morning, my mind and my body will have a full blown fight. Like what star? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a real, it's a real thing. Like as in like, I'll literally have to pinch myself sometimes. Like my mind will send a message to my hand to pinch itself <laughs> so that I'll get out of bed in the morning. Cause sometimes it's hard. That's sometimes actually it's hard. mad. Sometimes it's actually hard. Actually mad. <laughs> sometimes it's hard. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it's not easy. Like sometimes, or like say you're, you know, you're trying to not eat something or you want to go gym or you're trying to do certain things and your flesh will be fighting you and mm. your mind will be saying, ah, oh, no, 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 don't do this. And your flesh will be like, I'm mm. about to do this. I mean. We're about to get some today. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's very serious. So we know that we as being these multifaceted beings have all of these different facets about us, have all of these different compartments and categories within us so why is it so hard to understand that god also has that it shouldn't be is what i'm trying to say um so basically the one of the bits in the quran that says um that refers to allah in the first person plural is surah 21 
107, which reads, and we did not send you, O Muhammad, except as a mercy to the world. Um, so keeping in mind that, you know, we as Christians say that men inspired by God wrote the Bible, whereas Muslims say that their God wrote the Bible, wrote, wrote the Quran and then dictated it almost, let's put it that way, to Muhammad. He wrote that himself, right? If Allah wrote that himself, why is he confused about whether or not he's plural read, or singular? Read the thing again. He just says, we, uh, and we did not send you, O Muhammad, except as a mercy to the world. Ah. Uh. We. Why is he confused about pronouns yeah, then? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. It's not yeah, hard. Yeah. It's not difficult. It, it's not like he didn't know that it was going to cause confusion. So why did he say that? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just asking you because you might know. So if you do know, then do tell me. But if you want to say it's the royal we, then the royal we is literally a royal we for a reason. It's because it's representing the royal family. Mm. So when the queen says we, she's speaking on behalf of multiple people. It's not that she's yeah. referring to herself as more than one person. So just keep that in mind. Um... Yes, and in First Thessalonians five twenty three, then says, "Now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus." So it's like again, we are seeing this kind of triune nature of humans, small, tiny, human, insignificant human beings have this triune nature. So of course, why can we not ascribe that to God? It doesn't make sense to think that God has that limitation that He can't. He can't have these three parts, but human beings can. Um, and then one question that I might kind of preempt that you might say is that, well, um, before Jesus was but the body, what was he? Because he was in heaven with God creating the heavens or creating the heavens and earth, but he wasn't actually a body yet because he was only a body when he became incarnate. To that, I say, Jesus, the word and the word became flesh and what do we call words? A body of work. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Drop Boom. Mine. Boom. Drop mine. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done. Yeah, I, I like that one. Uh, and I can see why people have an issue with it if you didn't understand language and <laughs> the way that things are explained so um so yeah another one another popular misconception about christianity is that it's works based okay that you can just be a nice person and get into heaven um being a nice oh, we could talk about this all day honey. literally we could talk about this all day <laughs> being a nice person isn't sufficient although we do although we do get to heaven based on good works but not our good works we get to heaven based on the good works of jesus christ Amen. okay the bible teaches that no one is good enough to get into heaven based off good works. Um, I know it's comforting to believe that and to a certain degree, I want to believe this too, but the Bible says even our good works are like filthy rags to God, Isaiah Amen. 64 verse 6. Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is a gift from God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Um, it, it's Christ's sacrifice for our sins that saves us. We are saved by grace, a gift from God through faith. So um, I know we would, I like, I have some friends that are not Christian. Like I've got a really good friend who's Muslim, and I want to be with her forever and ever and ever. Amen. And it's sometimes it's like okay but god like she's a lovely person like the nicest of people i love her she loves me she's she honors god you know what i mean she's very respectful of the christian religion god just like let her in she can stay in my house you know like let her, <laughs> let her stay in my house and i know it would be lovely for us to believe that you know um 
everyone can get into heaven based off no some people some of the like exception people <laughs> the exception as an exception like you know the 144,000 let, let it be them let it be the 144,000 of the nicest people on the face of the planet they should get into heaven but that's not the case and it's sad but it's also not the case but also it's not sad because it's Christ Christ's, Christ's sacrifice was meaningful mm. you know he needed to do this for us to be reconciled back to God so it's not a sad thing it's actually a joyous thing because you have salvation through Christ Christ and they can have salvation through Christ too. You know, everyone can have salvation through Christ. So um, another thing is, you know, because of this works thing, um, that also you once you become a Christian, it doesn't really matter what you do. We can sin and sin and sin because we have this very forgiving God who always forgives us when we sin, and so we're good for life. Because if it's not workspace, if you can't do anything to get into heaven, then you can't do it. That means you can you can't do anything to not get into heaven once you're saved, and that also is not the case. Yes, the Bible teaches grace and forgiveness, but it also teaches judgment, and it does, and it does. And it doesn't teach easy believism, you know, that you can just <laughs> believe and that is it. Like it's based off your your easy belief system and it's easy. The demons believe and tremble. Exactly. Even mm. the demons believe and tremble, but that ain't sufficient, you know? Um, James 2, verse 14 to 26. And I'm going to read this really quickly. It's really important. That's why I wanted to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, I like the Bible. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What? (coughs) Sorry. She literally just coughed on me. It wasn't that kind of cough. And it was literally disgusting. What does it profit? What what are the different kinds of coughs? It wasn't like a a germaphobe cough. You know, all coughs are germaphobe coughs. It went down the wrong hole kind of cough, right? Um, And then she just used it as an excuse to molest me. Mommy doesn't like me touching her. I don't understand. She doesn't like. Do you like? Are they, who is it that you like touching you? Because my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was here before him. I mean, relax. are we gonna be Sorry. here together? Okay. Um, do you know that Tina has threatened that she'll come to my house when when I'm married? She'll come to my house <laughs> in the middle of the night and come and sleep in my marriage bed. Do you know that she said that? <laughs> that she will actually have a key to my house, which I'm gonna have, and then she will come but to I my house the, in the middle of the, the night without warning, and then for safety reasons, but to come in the middle of the night without wanting to sleep in my marriage bed no, i don't because, understand because sometimes i might miss you especially if you live in the same city <laughs> sometimes i might miss you <laughs> sometimes i might miss you and i like snuggling and i like cuddling and i like for but me you got your own mess to snuggle with <laughs> i do, do, need to come I do have that. I but it's okay, so sometimes i just want to just like be with you so i'll just come and everybody let's screw up together i'll put the tv on what's what we're watching i'll bring the popcorn (laughs) (laughs) like i'm gonna have to prepare my husband and be like listen just so you know it's a there's gonna be there's gonna be times when there's gonna be four of us in the bed and there'll be (laughs) me you tina and her husband all be in one bed and it's not an orgy thing or anything and i will bring my husband i'll actually bring him i'll be like come on let's go to fummy's house you know like literally i'll actually say come on let's go to fummy's house i'll bring my child leave i'll watch the other children and you people have your own slumber party over there um, <laughs> in the kids bed <laughs> in the kids bed but I'll be like come on let's go to Fumi's house and I'll literally just get into the bed and we'll all snuggle on I eat popcorn and have understand. hot drinks and stuff it's amazing I like stuff like that though I'm so like fluffy anywho um where was I? <laughs> uh, 16. And one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. But what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works is dead. Okay. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without 
your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son to the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works and by works faith was made perfect? Um, verse 23, it says, and the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. I was going to say it, but we sang it like, we sang it like two episodes ago. And he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works, not by faith only. Likewise was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way. Um, for as the body without spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. And I've read this and it almost as if, seems as if I'm um, invalidating my initial point. But no, I'm invalidating the point that this the point that I want to validate is that it's not just works and neither is it just faith. Okay. Um, but it's faith and works together. But your works are predicated on your faith. If you don't have the faith, then your works don't mean anything, you know? And so what God is saying here is, yes, okay, yes, you believe and your belief is supposed to change change the way that you behave um is your belief is supposed to change the way that you act towards mankind and towards me so your faith your good works is good but your good works alone and without faith doesn't do anything so that's why sometimes we say things like okay you can be a christian but if you don't do anything what is the point of your christianity and you can be a nice person but if that doesn't lead to salvation then what is the point and so what we need to realize is that it's faith and works together so christianity isn't just a works-based um religion neither is it just singularly alone a faith based you can believe everything that is to believe about god but if that doesn't have corresponding actions then babe it's it's not going to come to the fruition that you want it to come to so yeah my first misconception cleared up it's not just by works alone and can i just phrase that slightly differently um i just, I just want to make it clear that it it is exclusively faith but real faith breeds action yeah and so if you have faith like proper faith and not just you know this type of faith demons have which is obviously not very helpful because they're demons and we know where they're going um yeah then you will do things it's yeah. not like you nobody will have to force you nobody will have to come and now, okay now i'm going to come and take you to church because do, do, do. nobody will have to force you to help people no one will have to force you to to worship and, and praise god because it just comes naturally to you mm. and that is the sign of true salvation whereas if you don't have true salvation you can believe what you like but you haven't really you haven't really believed because nothing has changed about you do you yeah, know what i mean so yeah. you can say you believe or you like but yeah. no knowing that there is a god and believing in the sacrifice of what jesus did is completely different yeah um so my next point is um that we worship a white man with a white beard with a white robe who lives in a white cloud this is a lot of a uh, caucasity here um we mentioned this before so i'm not going to go too deep into it um i think it's like was the black jesus episode season one episode five i believe mm -hmm. so if you want if Doesn't you want to know whether or not we worship a black jesus you can go uh, a black or white jesus we can go to that episode but um yeah briefly god is not a white man nor is god a man at all numbers 23 19 says god is not a man that he should lie nor a son of man that he should repent john 4 24 says god is spirit god is spirit and those who worship him worship him in spirit and in truth we see both in the old testament and the new testament that god is not a man what about jesus i hear some of you saying jesus obviously was not white he was middle eastern so he was brown because middle eastern people are brown <laughs> do you know what i mean so 
Yeah. And, and in fact, fun, fun fact, tidbit, um, Jesus was probably darker than Muhammad. Listen. Because um, it's actually regularly mentioned that I'm not coming for Muslims, by the way. You know, I love you. I love all my Muslim brothers and sisters. But I'm just saying how fair and light Muhammad is, whereas it's never mentioned in um in the bible and in fact we have like scriptures that describe like the bronzeness of his feet for example which could be symbolic or maybe it's not um so yeah so that's just something to keep in mind that he he was definitely darker than muhammad because it, it was not mentioned about how light he was in the bible and if he if he was particularly light then it would have been talked about if he had blue eyes there would definitely be a scripture in the bible that said and the lord of jesus he had blue eyes because it was was not a the thing Romans of the time definitely would have put it in there you know you know, <laughs> so. you know? yeah amazing um another misconception is that it's um christianity is illogical and anti-science okay it's just you know it's a lot of dogma it's a lot of tradition it's a very illogical nothing actually makes sense it's not a rational religion and it's very anti-science um christianity is often stereotyped as being anti-science anti-academic and anti-intellectual which i feel like is the Such most stupidest lie. thing ever Such a lie. Um, um the reality is that oh many God. christians embrace science and the exciting discoveries that it includes like okay additionally <laughs> Many believers are aren't opposed to doctrines that heavily involve scientific data and research, i.e. global warming, healthcare research, and environmentalism. We had a whole podcast on environmentalism, um, a whole episode not too long ago. And, you know, there's, a lot of it is one, num number one, we can see my naked eye. <laughs> and, and number two is, you know, environmental research um, has given us really good indicators of where we are as a, as, you know, as a globe and as humanity and as resources that are all based on, you know, we have organizations such as CAFOD, which is, um, does a lot of work in relation to environmentalism so it's you can't necessarily just now say okay Christians are anti-knowledge and anti-science we embrace science we embrace revelation through scientific exploration exploration we, we like find we like you guys to figure out why we know that God is a creator of the universe like we that's, that's something that we already know this you guys are just figuring it out you know <laughs> um but being a Christian, you can embrace knowledge and you can embrace critical thinking. You can embrace innovation. You can embrace new ideas and you can embrace the truths that these things reveal. They're not polar opposites from each other. While the, by the Bible doesn't, wasn't written as a scientific textbook, um, careful. Which is one thing I don't think people understand. Yeah. It's not a scientific textbook. Yeah. So that's why there's no dinosaurs in it and blah, 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 blah. Stop asking stupid questions. <laughs> like, I don't understand. One of my kids asked me that this week, actually. It's just the dumbest question, though. <laughs> um, yeah. So whilst the Bible wasn't written That's to like be saying, why is there nothing about nuclear fusion in harry potter like because it's not about that I it's absolutely understand. not about like, that yeah so it wasn't written as a scientific textbook but if you read the bible carefully which i know that a lot of people don't read the bible if you read the bible carefully just a careful analysis of the bible reveals that the bible does not conflict a to a certain degree with science at all um and if you read isaiah chapter 40 it sounds very sciencey to me one of my favorite passages and i think i've shared this with you guys before um isaiah chapter 40 from verse 12 yeah isaiah 40 verse 12 i'll just read a few verses because the whole thing is actually just so good isaiah 40 verse 12 says who measured the waters in the hollow of his in the hollow of his hand measured the heavens with a span so these are looking you're looking at um measurements here like mathematical measurements who measured the waters in the hollow of his hand who measured the heavens in like a span and calculated the dust of the earth in a measure weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance um 
and in the heels and in a balance who has directed the spirit of the lord or has his counselor has taught him with whom did he take counsel and who instructed him and taught him the path of justice who taught him knowledge and showed him way of understanding okay so also um so yeah so if we go if we go back to what i just but i'm trying to find this another bit of this passage as well um but anyway so just that in and of itself who measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, who measured the heavens with a span and calculated the dust of the earth in the measure, weighed the mountains and scales and the hills in a balance. Okay, so this is how God created, um, this is how God created the world. You know, he did it all in his hands. So that, well, it's figuratively. Like it's, right, exactly. You know, I mean, it doesn't conflict. It says that he measured. Do you know how heavy a mountain is? Do you, was it you that, was was anybody there when, when was the, you with him when he was shooting in the gym? Was you with is him the when question. He was that is listen this audio bible needs to come out because (laughs) honestly you know so it doesn't the bible doesn't conflict or contradict science the bible was there before god created the world and god established his order and established his word before science was even created and a lot of science takes its cues from the bible um so what you need to do scientists is actually tell the whole truth because there are a lot of scientists but the truth yeah there are a lot of scientists who are christian and i think for me mentioned this in last two weeks ago an episode two weeks ago there are a lot of scientists and a lot of woke people and a lot of people who are scientists and christians and they are discovering things every day and it's all found and predicated in the word of god so just and like these are the founding fathers of current science right, exactly. this is like so isaac newton um galileo louis pasteur this is science that we have obviously we've evolved it and it, we've modernized it since then but these are the, the basic foundations of science that if we didn't have them a lot of the things that we have now we wouldn't have yeah and and for example isaac newton said things like um like my my religion doesn't conflict with um with science in fact it drives me to like it, it drives me to know more and that's yeah. why i'm a scientist do you know yeah, what i mean obviously exactly. i'm paraphrasing trying to that. discover like that. god's creation and that's what i think that and this is the thing that modern science won't tell you this because they would rather you believe uh, a lie and they would rather you believe something that drives you away from from god and away from creationism or whatever it may be to something that they can that you can quantify in your hands but literally the only the most quantifiable thing the most um the thing that is the most truest of all things is that god is real and that god created the world and so it's, it would be nice for you scientists to feel like you know you've won or you've got the upper hand but real revelation comes from god and um we as christians are not um you know we're not immune to that we are we don't see you as a problem you see us as a problem but Mm. we like science and so yeah no christianity does not conflict with science Uh, it's not it's not illogical and it's not anti-enlightenment at all and i just like to add that me and my mom are both scientists i'm not currently a practicing scientist but my mom is a practicing scientist and we're both christians and we both love god and that's not going to change um so my next point is People think that Christians um, are delirious and that they think that they have superpowers. And <laughs> that's because of like the gifts of the spirit that we speak about. Obviously, we believe in healing and all of these things. I'm going to read um, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 11, where it says, Now to each, of, to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given the spirit of uh, the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by the means of the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To 
another gifts of healing by that one spirit to another miraculous powers to another prophecy to another distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and to still another the interpretation of tongues all these are the work of one and the and the same spirit and he distributes them to each one just as he determines and so people think that Christians are basically like Looney Tunes and that we think that we are going around, you know, doing all of these um, miraculous things and blah, blah, blah. But the reason that we think that is because we do. Mm. I'm not being funny or anything, but like, let's, let's look at it on a basic level. Let's strip away even the gifts of the spirit and just, just a basic level. How many of you as Christians or as non-Christians have said to a Christian, oh, there's something different about you. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know about you, but that happens to me all the time, child. Like, oh my gosh, how do you know these kinds of things? Or, oh my gosh, why are you like this? And there's something different about you. Like people can always sense something that's different about you. And then sometimes it might come up in a conversation that you're a Christian and say, oh, that's what it is. Or, oh, it makes sense now. I knew there was something special about you, blah, blah, blah. I'm not trying to toot my own trumpet or whatever, but that happens to me on a regular basis. And it happens to my sisters, my girls on a regular basis that people will go up to you. Even people who you've never met before, people on the street will literally come up to you and be like, oh my gosh, something is different about you. Like not just randomly, even though it has to happen just randomly, but like say you're like you just met someone on the street and they will just just clock it. They will just spirit will just drop it in them. Like, oh, something's different about you. Like it happens. And so how do you think this thing, how do you think like that? How do you think that happens? Do you know what I mean? How do you think people recognize those things? There is, there is a healing property and a healing power and the power of joy and faith and peace that comes with being a, a human, um, that comes with being a Christian that other humans don't have. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, nobody can, can be joyful and happy and da, 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 da. that's not what I'm saying. But I, I do feel like there's a special grace and anointing that people are able to almost tangibly, not even almost, but tangibly feel around Christians. And that's why we feel that way. That's why we're gassed like that. That's why we do believe like, mm. yes, we, we're not delirious and thinking that we can fly or anything. Like you're not going to catch us jumping off buildings anytime soon. <laughs> but at the same time, we do know that there is something different about us. And it's, it's based on on anecdotal evidence so it's the same the same thing that you can't say like oh you know when white people are like and sorry for my some for my white people listening we love you too but you know when white people are like oh you know there's no more racism anymore it doesn't exist and then you will tell them a personal story that you have actually experienced and they'll be like no that's a lie like what do you mean like i've experienced it i know what i'm talking about Mm. end scene yeah okay yeah it's true it's true it's true it's true and i i remember the first time i had that just a quick little testimony i remember the first time i had that at whole oh there's i knew there was something strange about you and i just couldn't put my finger on it thing um and i was at uh it obviously in secondary school i was very 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 tina <laughs> and i remember seeing a um a girl from secondary school we didn't really have a relationship and we was in complete completely two different crews or what have you and i saw her a number of years later i think it was i was at university at this point and then we saw us we, i saw her at a christian event and she had just become she had just got saved Aww. and um i was there because i was um ministering and um she was like oh my gosh i knew there was something different <laughs> I, I knew there was something strange about you you were always just so this and so that and i was like yeah that's that holy ghost <laughs> you know that's that that's that holy ghost and it will have you out here looking real brand new to some people you know and it's an amazing thing you and we don't it's, it's an amazing thing okay so my next point um uh, one of the other misconceptions is that the bible has been doctored um so many times that it no longer has any clout and thus is more of a moral guide 
inspired book than than the inspired word of God. And that therefore everything is open for interpretation and discussion because it's like, this isn't really the word of God anymore. It's just, it's not, it holds no, no validity, no reliability. And so therefore these Christians are actually very dogmatic because there's no truth found in their, in their, in their, in their, in their literature. Um, one of my favorite authors is coming to be one of my favorite authors. Um, Lee Strobel. I thought she was going to say herself, to be honest, <laughs> if I'm honest. Lee Strobel. I don't class myself as like an author. Yes, you do. I just like, I have one book. Yeah. So how many books do you have to write to be an author? You have to be like on it, like about it. Like you just have to. How like, many books do you have to write to be an author? You need to be, have to, you need to have written one book. Okay, But great. I don't class myself like that. I'm just But like, have you written I one book? I just, okay. it wasn't even me that was writing it. To be honest, it was God. I just literally. What is your name on the book? Or is it God's name on the book? Is it, does it say by Jesus Christ or does it say by to it says by Amadi. the Holy Spirit. It says by Jesus. It says my name. Okay. Right, it says my name. Anywho, Lee Strobel in um, a book called A Case for Christ. Um, and also, what do you call it? Yeah, so he quoted C.S. Lewis and he says that um, God, well, there's a little bit in the, in the book which says putting God on the dock, right? Um, the New Testament, and this is a statement that people say, the New Testament was written long after the events took place and um, are thus it wasn't exactly sorry and, uh, I just, if you're gonna come at least come correctly with actual facts that's the one that I don't get because yeah. this is a common problem yeah, that people yeah. don't come with facts when they say it absolutely so yeah so they say that the New Testament was written long after the events took place and thus are subject to legends being inserted into the text because you know hyperbole people saying sort of things to dramatise it um, actually the New Testament was written entirely by eyewitnesses to the life of Christ or by interviewers of eyewitnesses so mm-hmm. if you read Second Peter 116 which is one of my favorite passages and i remember teaching my young people and you in church my youth group about this and said listen this is the real deal second peter 116 says for we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power of the coming of our lord jesus christ but were eyewitnesses of his majesty okay eyewitness so it's not stories like this is not stories but what we're telling you we're not hearing it from somebody else brethren this is us being eyewitnesses to the fact you know um many of the books were written within 25 or so years of Christ's death. And and this is verified by many biblical scholars. And I say scholar, biblical scholars, I don't mean just like pastors. I mean like people who are actually scholars. Not all of whom are Christian. Not all of whom are Christian. Okay. Um, so that's one thing that we have to understand. And it may sound strange to you, but it's a fact. Okay. Especially as regards to the um, New Testament, there has been many unbroken chains of manuscripts from the originals and that's why people think oh how could it have um stayed the same it's because people rewrite manuscripts especially when they're getting old paper is so like it's so, it's fragile you know what i mean so what happens is that people rewrite manuscripts anywho there's been an unbroken chain of manuscripts from the originals there are thousands of ancient manuscripts um manuscript copies in existence today but they won't tell you this so they won't tell you this but they were in existence including ones from the first century ad scholars you can go to the british museum and look at them right scholars have been able to correlate the manuscripts to know that the to know that the bible we have today is faithful to the originals okay listen to what i'm saying again scholars who are and are not christian have been able to verify the bible verify that the manuscripts that the bible we have today is faithful to the original manuscripts only a few passages and people are like yeah well you're just saying that because you're a christian no 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 only a few passages in are in question and these do not affect the christian doctrine at all Mm -hmm. okay so there are things like grammar 
right um and, and place names and, and yeah exactly grammar and and place names and things that do not take away from the original meaning and subject of the text okay regarding the old testament the dead sea scrolls first discovered in 1947 were from the time of christ and even to the second century bc so we're seeing that the original manuscripts had been passed down had been kept and had been rewritten and we've got we've got these things are in existence okay these manuscripts predate the previously old this known manuscript by thousands of years um comparisons of these texts with others already are in existence and are essentially identical so we're seeing people uh, we're seeing scholars and we're seeing historians correlate gather evidence gather information gather manuscripts be able to time and date it was it what is it what do they call it carbon testing mm, you know carbon dating carbon dating sorry they're able to do these things and this information confirms how carefully the texts were copied over the centuries and how these have given the scholars that we have now tremendous confidence in the accuracy of the old testament okay and the accuracy of the new testament another thing within that whole bible thing so so a lot of people say okay the bible has been doctored um it's not original the same vim is not in there and a lot of people say also that there are contradictions in the bible now again i would, don't understand them. i know you would like to believe that but taking it from a non christian not, not taking it from somebody who i was like what taking it from a non-christian oh what <laughs> Take it from a non-Christian perspective, scholars in and of themselves. If you read these books, look, guys, there are books out there that can, or videos, YouTube is literally there for you to be able to find out the answers to these questions. Scholars, including skeptical ones, have been studying the Bible for thousands of years, okay? Scholars have gone through every detail of the Bible and the overwhelming majority of supposed contradictions are very easily explained and they are, again, based if on... If you read your Bible. Exactly, right? And they are based on a grammar and it's because you're not understanding things correctly. You're taking it out of context. So this charge um, is largely based on ignorance and and uh, this confusion a confluted idea of what we think the bible is that the word what's the word i'm looking for what's the word i'm looking for are you talking about convoluted that's the word i'm looking for i don't understand it in this context i don't know maybe confluted is the word but i've just not heard it i'm sure i've heard that term before anywho right so conflated that's the word i still don't understand it in the context that's the word I was looking for. Conflated. All right. So a lot of times it's a case of they, where was I? Sorry. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Um, so yeah, this is largely based on ignorance, right? And a, like a, hmm, do you know what I've gone and done? What? Overinflated. And I'm now coming put <laughs> con and inside it. I don't know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> right. But it's overinflated, um, issue that they have with 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 christians and christ it actually it actually isn't anything to do with the bible it, yeah you know it's, that's a, it's the issue that they have with christ yeah. and 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 they will now use the the bible and they will criticize the bible and they will attack the bible because that's where we get our validity from christ mm -hmm, of christ mm -hmm. they will say no i have an issue with your christ therefore i'm going to poke holes at your bible and and that is their issue is with jesus let's just take it up with him and not <laughs> and, and not and not the word of god um so yeah so there were going to be the differences the bible was written over 1600 years by 40 different authors so you would expect there to be different perspective and things different grammar different ways in which like, i mean language from now than 100 years ago has changed you mm. know what i mean and so me and for me 
um, who may if, if we invent me, words every day. Exactly. If, literally, I just did. Like if <laughs> for me and Confluted. I, if we was to, if me, if for me and I was to see Jesus right now, right, he would come into this room right now. We have an encounter with him. The way that we would both retell that would be completely different. You know. No, I think we would tell it exactly the same way. But I think if other normal human beings were to do it, it would be different. But for the purpose of this, ex- for, this <laughs> for this dramatization, right? The way that we would tell it would be there'll be slightly different emphasis. Like my emphasis, I might emphasize emphasize something a little bit more than she emphasizes it or there will be a subtle train of something in, that will be different to what she is subtly referring to you know that we use language in different ways and we all have for example in the birth of jesus um that's the, literally the same story is different the birth of jesus told in matthew's gospel and luke's gospel no matthew's gospel and, Lu- and john's gospel is different matthew emphasized something and john emphasized something that one was emphasis on the fact that he was lowly and the others was that and so therefore the shepherds came to visit and the others is that he was king and therefore the three wise men came to visit you know there were two there different were and then there were there were two different accounts of the same birth you know mm. and that's just because people emphasize things differently it doesn't mean that there are contradictions neither does it mean that the bible was doctored or like it or that it doesn't have um well neither does it neither does it mean that the bible doesn't have any validity or reliability or that it's not the true word of god it is it's still powerful it's still living living double-edged sword but even in that example that you're giving that those two things are often conflated (laughs) (laughs) whereas they're actually not told at the same time whereas the shepherds visited when he was born yeah the the wise men then visited approximately or up to two years later so but then people who don't know the bible well enough will now come and say like oh it's you two know different it's two different accounts they couldn't have all been there at the same time because they're not mentioned it, it? but it's just because you don't know absolutely so there's, there's always this background and detail that people don't find out and, before and they start cutting off the bible it's very true it's very true and that's the same thing with, like if you're reading the genesis account people are like oh there's two different accounts of creation because genesis one says that you know god made the world and then stars and the skies and the animals and ve- well, vegetation and then animals and then adam and eve and then if you go to genesis chapter two it says that he made adam and then he made the animals and then he called adam to name the animals and stuff okay so which account is it that we're believing and what you have to understand is that genesis one is the account of creation and genesis chapter two and three is the account of the fall of man mm. and so there's a difference in the terms of the way it's been related because we need to get straight to the point adam was there and there was animals yeah. and there was a ve- and there was a vegetable tree you know i mean or there's a fruit tree and that's what so genesis one is the account of creation genesis two is the account of the fall and two and three is the account of the fall of man and so the reason why you would think that is because you're not understand you're not reading with reading eyes you know yeah. reading with spiritual, with spiritual eyes, eyes yeah. um even if you negate because these scholars that are not christians are not reading the bible with spiritual eyes they're reading it with common sense mm-hmm. and they're just putting two two together and they're getting four which is what god wants you to get when you read the bible he wants you to get four um so yeah it's it's real yeah and another thing about i think we should do probably a separate episode about like the validity of the bible i thought we did one but i feel like then i think we now wanted I to do like we one haven't yeah, yeah so yeah. if we haven't then we, we will eventually probably hopefully do one but um one thing i want to say is that a lot of people whether or not you believe in the content of the bible that that doesn't have anything to do with the validity of its preservation in terms of the historicity of literature and how 
texts are preserved and people think that because there are a lot of copies that makes it less reliable Mm -mm. because they don't understand the science of historicity where more copies actually means more reliable not less reliable so we only have like one copy of homer's odyssey that doesn't make it more reliable because it means that that copy could have been written by anybody it's not necessarily written by homer whereas the copies that we have of the bible them being all similar makes it more reliable because Mm. we're saying that no across the thousands of manuscripts they're all pretty much exactly the same Mm. that makes it more reliable yeah people think that christian beliefs are more far-fetched than other people's beliefs which is why christianity comes under a lot more fire than any other religion Mm. but it's just simply not true and this is a really short point like it's just not true what is different to to the christian belief than any other belief there just isn't really anything so I don't really understand. In fact, really, as somebody who has done quite a lot of research into different faiths, I personally, well, obviously, because I'm a Christian, but I feel like Christianity makes the most sense. And we kind of spoke about this. I think it was in Is Jesus the Only Way, that episode, where we said Christianity is the only religion that says, actually, let's, let's be honest, humans aren't as great as they're cracked up to be and we probably couldn't make it to if there was a heaven we probably couldn't make it by ourselves and we probably need some help christianity is the only one that says that every other one says you've got to work for it and you've got to do it yourself it doesn't matter if you were born into um, a family of murderers and they made you a murderer then oh well you Mm -hmm. go to hell that's not that's not our problem whereas in christianity there's redemption for everyone and there isn't that in any other religion except Mm -hmm. for christianity yeah I, get, I, I like that and it kind of leads perfectly onto my next point in that lots of people criticize christianity and say and the thing one of the things one of the misconceptions is that um christianity was copied from pagan religions and it's one of the most annoying things to me like i if i maybe the pagan religions copied from christianity <clears throat> like if just i hear saying, one more person talk about the eye of horus right or some sort of Jew, um um egyptian hieroglyphics and paintings on the wall and that there was a virgin birth and there was a da 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 i'm actually going to set fire to something and i hear it a lot of the time that christianity is a copy from pagan religions and really christianity did not copy any ideas from other religions generally the criticism is criticism is that there are other religions that perceived that are older than christianity that has similar concepts such as the virgin birth god becoming flesh the resurrection from the dead etc but similarities don't mean that christianity was copied from other religions and i don't they don't realize that actually all of that stuff was also um, foreshadowed in the and Old Testament, which was before say. all of those exactly. things. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, exactly. And, and this is the thing. You set my point, girl. I'm sorry. No, but it's good I'm because sorry. I'm glad that somebody else understands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, because, and to be honest, guys, I, we're not, say, take, pause in for a second, right? So not know these things is not a problem if you're a Christian because this is we only know these things because we like to we're nosy, right? And we're we really like into to apologetics. Right. And we yeah, we're like we're into apologetics and we want to be able to give a good account of our faith mm, and we mm. want to be able to defend the faith and we we like to know stuff, right? Well yeah. both of us are quite nosy stuffy kind of people, <laughs> right? And so um not knowing these things is fine. So but now that you know them um as christians we have to do right by them and actually understand so christianity just because there are similar concepts such as the virgin birth and blah 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 doesn't mean that it was copied um from other religions but it's the same way that there were no just because we have a painting that has two similar brush strokes meaning that one was copied from the other you know what i mean that's not the same thing um christianity is derived largely out of the old testament scriptures um which contain the exact same themes that are found in the New Testament. If one religion is older than the other, uh, as such as critiques maintain, then the then the new was borrowed from the old, 
And so the New Testament is borrowed from the Old Testament, which is older than every other religion. Okay? That's not true. Um, so what do you mean? The Old Testament is not older than every other religion. As in the founding fathers and then the sorry. Wait. Like on. the the oldest the oldest religious text is um the Hindu text, I believe. That's just what ah. I mean. Yeah. As in the oldest text, but obviously there were other so, texts yeah. written. Okay. So yeah, so Christianity, let me just rephrase. Christianity is derived from the New Testament scriptures, um, which is based on old testament scriptures and so therefore christianity is borrowed from judaism um and we see in in the old testament we see evidence of other pagan religions and Mm -hmm. other things that are out there and stuff but the old testament is very very um and judaism is very 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 serious about not adopting pagan um religions and cultures god is very 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 sure about not adopting pagan cultures and religions and we see a train of that throughout the whole of the old testament and we see a train of that in the new testament whereas with some of the things that the pharisees were saying and some of the things that the sadducees were saying so christianity is taken from um the new testament which is taken from the old testament um and it's mm, yeah (laughs) <laughs> so for example there's one um there's one f- common one that people always like to bring up like these you know new woke neo um liberals will come with um oh the the mithras mithras i think it is the god mithras from roman mythology who was um you know he he died and resurrected three days later or something like that and they say oh see that happened before jesus because it was roman empire not realizing that yeah that was foretold in judaism mm which was way before the Roman empire was even born, like before the Roman empire even was in diapers, mm. that was pre-told, mm. foretold in the old Testament. In fact, like if you, if you go through it, what do you call it? Exegesis or whatever. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's even the right term, but when you go through the old Testament from Genesis, you can find um, foretelling about Jesus and mm. Jesus coming, you know? Mm. So, you know, yeah it's true and it's like as i you know to reiterate my point is that the jews the jewish people were people who refrained from allowing pagan myths to invade their culture because of everything that had happened in the old testament um the pharisees were literally established for this reason to keep paganism to keep um foreign gods and foreign idols and cultures out of their religion many times in the old testament um the jews would reject their one true god and engage with idolatry and we see this a lot of the time um so in fact the new testament overwhelmingly confirms that the pharisees were very strict on this um and strict on the application of the law and therefore when we're seeing jesus interacting with them when we're seeing the disciples interacting with them they are again very clear to make sure that there's no com there's no, i'm about to say that word again <laughs> there, are no, <laughs> there are no um ways in which that you could there are no yeah there are no ways that you can um, you can you can ascribe anything to do with jesus with any kind of pagan religion or pagan god or pagan culture um after all the miracles and evidence that jesus is that jesus did um why would now we why would the, why would christians now mix and that being the proof that him being dying on the cross and and resurrecting why would you now come and mix the strong argument that is christ alone with any kind of paganism or any kind of pagan culture or any kind of pagan worship like 
Jesus Christ and his and his story and his gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ is strong enough on its own and um, by itself without the need to mix it with any other um, pagan worship. Second Timothy 3.16 says... I, I kind of want to play devil's advocate a bit. Go on. Because you're talking about how, um, you know, Jews and subsequently Christians have this kind of sanctity that they place in their texts and so that they wouldn't mix them with different pagan doctrines but then we see as early as exodus where um well it's in genesis as well in terms of pagan worship where they shouldn't have been Mm -hmm. when rachel steals the the gods um that she shouldn't be stealing from her father and then we see it again in exodus when moses goes up to the the mount to be with god and when he comes down from mount sinai they've made a golden calf so and, and whenever god tells them no don't engage with pagan practices and pagan people don't adopt their practices don't worship Baal don't do this they do the opposite and they yeah. do do those things because because we do see even for example the Catholic Church is full of doctrine Absolutely. now that is from paganism and mm. I'll, I will come out and say that right now there are pagan doctrines in the church but that doesn't then mean that because um because some people have chosen to almost mix or compromise their 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 christianity with little specks of paganism that the whole of christianity is then bad and you should throw the whole thing away yeah i yeah. do feel the same but what i'm saying is that but people still do that people yeah the catholic church I mean? definitely yeah. is, the catholic church definitely and, um, i am and, thinking and specifically different. of the catholic church but also like mormon and jehovah's yeah, witness yeah, like yeah, there's a lot definitely. of you know snake charmers or whatever these these people are and lot, the and, ones who are drinking also, beer during service true, because of all the healing also, powers like there there are people yeah, who there are still people. do that it's true and also different cultures you know we mm. hear how we're forever talking about you know mixing african culture with christianity you know and mm. um and you know and that's something that unfortunately does happen mm. but um, and we see it as, as you said, as you rightly said, we see it in the Bible. But because it does happen, doesn't necessarily mean that that's not that's not the true Christianity. That's mm-hmm. not the true gospel. And that's not the yeah, true exactly. Jesus, Jesus exactly. Christ. And so um, maybe I didn't explain it properly, but what in essence what we're trying to say is Christianity in and of itself, Christ in and of itself is enough. Um, and that basically, I think your your original point was that we can't say that christianity that the core tenets of christianity are borrowed from other pagan religions because the when, core tenets of christianity is jesus christ yeah yeah and because that has it, you can see the direct link of that from the old testament yeah and so you don't need to look elsewhere yes yeah yeah cool and then my last point is um people like to blame christianity for all the wars and all the colonial colonialization and every time they stub their toe in the last month and just all the problems <laughs> in the world are because of christianity and the, the slave trade everything is all because of christianity whereas obviously that is not true men are bad it's words do you know what i mean so people are either going to listen to it or they're going to skew it to suit their own needs or they're going to discard it does that make sense like Mm. they're not you can't you can't blame the bible or christianity or religion which quite frankly doesn't even tell the people who were doing the things to do what they were doing it tells them to do the opposite um that i can't remember what my point is now christianity good people bad (laughs) that's my point like do you know what i mean we had an episode about this i think it's the same episode um in terms of black people and slavery um christianity and slavery and how they coexist and blah blah blah. and we're saying that the 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 bible doesn't say that you should go out and enslave the whole of africa and you should then take out the scriptures um that tells people that they are free and give them a bible without the scriptures that tells them that they are free 
and then teach them Christianity. Obviously, Christianity doesn't say that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, that's what they did. So they obviously didn't. Hitler wasn't going, uh, wasn't, you know, reading the Bible to the letter and saying, oh, yep, this is all this doctrine that I have. This is all from the Bible. Mm. No, he was skewing his own interpretations into things and da, 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 da. Yeah. And um and my last point is um that mis popular misconception about Christians is that we're all just very nice people. We're just ordinary you know? people. <laughs> we're all, I mean we are we nice. We are ordinary people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I ain't well, ordinary. We're peculiar people. <laughs> I ain't ordinary <laughs> child. We're peculiar okay? people. Right, you know, like you know, we're all too nicey nicey that Christianity is the nicey 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 um religion. Baby. I will slap you. Like I'm saved, but I got hands. I will actually slap you. I've been wanting to set you fire can do to all things through Christ who strengthens you. Except come for me. Except like God will listen. You can have all the vim in the world. You can have all the shoulder, all the chest, all the temerity in the world. But what you're not gonna do is try me. Um, actually, yeah, no, no, me. If you try somebody that I don't, love, don't try me. If you try somebody that I love, I'll actually slice your throat. And I don't care how wow. horrible that sounds. Like wow. literally, no, I'm joking, guys. I love you. She's I not love joking. The world. She's like, saying she's joking. But to be honest, honestly, not. like I'm here in the room, guys. She's not joking. No, honestly, like don't get don't get us all confused because you'll try and slap you'll slap one and they'll tell they'll tell on the other cheek and you'll slap somebody who's not the one who's not the one and they will blast out your face right i.e. me okay i'm joking i'm not joking i don't don't even know yeah because i'm thinking if someone randomly say tina was having an argument and somebody slapped her i don't know how she would react i genuinely because i'm so like like she's unpredictable like that like you can't tell like it depends on how she feels at the time like it's not like a oh she will have a a constant response and no matter when you did it she would do the same thing like i just yeah i I can't imagine i can't imagine you getting into a fight what would you actually do like i can't imagine it but i don't think you would ever get that far unless the person was mad yeah this is the thing is and this i'm glad you said that because i actually don't care about a lot of things right and i'm not somebody who you would have a problem with i don't engage in serious serious discourse with somebody i don't care about you're not gonna catch me coming to talk to any tom dick or harry about oh i've got a problem with you i no, Don't but that, that. that's not what I'm talking no, about. But I'm just saying, say 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 if we get, so if it's yeah. a case of like, for example, if me and you, if me for me, like, I would have to, I could only engage on we that would, kind you of. You would be backing it for me. I'm not talking about you doing it because someone's arguing with no, you. No, what I'm saying and is, like, if I was arguing with someone, you would come to back it for me. You would slap that person. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I actually care about. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, probably if, if it was someone disrespects me, I'm like, okay, it's okay. But disrespect my mom and I'll throw you off a balcony. <laughs> like, and I've wanted to do that. I did a couple years ago. Like, I almost did a couple years ago. She said I did it. I you can't just be admitting to things like that ago, on someone, the podcast. Someone help me Because we back. have to release it. I don't listen. I want not give the police evidence. This is a real serious something. You know, like, for example, as I was saying, for me to get angry to that level, I'd have to actually really engage with you. And for me to actually really engage with you, I actually have to really like you or love you. And therefore, once we get to that point, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do that because I don't care. Like, I'll love you again tomorrow. So I don't have someone to having this conversation because you're angry with me. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's move on. You know what I mean? But if now you now decide to put your hands on me, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, it's true. If somebody said, I actually don't know what how What would you do I if I slapped you? It depends. Like, if you just slap me now, I'd be like, for me, are you mad? Like, <laughs> I will punch you back. Or, but like, in joke or in play, if we're having a serious argument. No, but argument, if I proper slapped you. But that's what I'm saying. Now, we would have to be having the most serious of arguments. Can you even imagine us having a serious argument? Not with me. I can imagine you having a serious with argument. You? With somebody else. I can't imagine me having a serious argument with you. I can imagine me having a serious argument with somebody else, but I can't imagine me having a serious, us two having a no, serious argument. That's what I'm argument. saying. Can you imagine us having a serious argument? No. 
Like I'm like a shouty one. I can't because I don't have the botheredness to be shouting and at people. I don't like, actually what care is that? that much. I care because I'll talk. But I'll, I don't. I'll have confrontation with Tina, like, and we'll talk, and I'll say what I'm not happy about or blah blah blah. But I'm not gonna come and shout at you. If you want to listen, you'll listen. If not, or then like, is that my end? Or those kind of arguments are predicated on disrespect, and I don't think that we will ever intentionally disrespect each other. Yeah, and that's the issue, and that's what it is. Something like the whole matter of disrespect. I don't think we can have a disagreement, or we can go, we can go back and forth about something, and you can say back, I don't like back, this, and I can say I don't like this. Forth. But I don't think we will ever dis- disrespect each other because we're very careful to not disrespect each other because. Are we actually no, but like just because it's not in our nature to yeah. disrespect and anyone. We actually like each yeah. other, you know. But what like, mean? No, but even anyone, like, it's not like, oh, I'm just doing it because it's you, or you're just doing it because it's me. Yeah. Like, we just genuinely are just not those type of people who will people, be just yeah. going and shouting at people for no reason. I don't like, have that energy. Do you know how sleepy I am as a person? <laughs> <laughs> as an actual person, I'm very sleepy. Like the other episode of me for me, we're talking about, um, like, you know, turn even when we turned, even our turn down is turn up for people. Me for me are yeah. actually very very sleepy people. So to Master the energy. For me energy. to even come to this recording <laughs> was even wow. To master the energy to have a fight. <laughs> I must have drank in 67 gallons of Red Bull because there's no actual way. So anyway, um, there's a few of us who actually don't mind slapping people. Um, there's a few of Christians who actually don't mind slapping people. Uh, we're not all turn the other cheek. We're not all close our eyes, you know. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I wrote this down and I, I, I want to say it, but I don't want the devil to hear me. So I'm going to say it to you guys in tongues. Yeah. <laughs> the devil doesn't understand tongues. No, I'm joking. Listen. I have low-key wanted to do prison ministry for a very long time. So if beating you gives me the opportunity to do that, then glory be to God. I say that all the time. <laughs> then glory be to God. He makes a way out of no way. You know what I mean? Like if now by me virtue of slapping you senseless and beating you senseless for disrespecting somebody that I love and now have to go to prison, oh yeah, hashtag scripture prison edition has started. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, that's it. That's, that's it. That it, it is what it is. I will make a, I will make do with whatever I make do with and God will have mercy on me because he beat people up too, you know? So I'm going to do the same thing. No, I'm joking. But guys, yeah, we're not all nicey-nicey. Yes, we are predicated on love. Yes, we are founded on love. Yes, we are meant to love everybody, but we're not, it doesn't mean that we are easily that we're easy targets and that you should disrespect us and that you won't get anything back. Because when we call heaven's angels and when we call the fire of God to consume you, you will know. We may not have to fight you physically, but when we start doing spiritual warfare, you will know. So, um, so yes, guys, let's let it, let it be known that our God saves and God shall save you surely from a beatdown of a century. Mm. <laughs> I find you. No, I'm joking. I talk a good talk, but as as for me said, she can't actually imagine me beating anybody or fighting anybody. It's true. It's all talk. I'm all talk. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay. And then so then the second question was Um, how do we reason with atheists and people of other faiths? Um, in love if you are fully convinced of your faith and cannot understand why someone else might be fully convinced of their faith or um, the lack thereof like an atheist um, then you're not using a high enough percentage of your brain like obviously if you are fully convinced of something and you're passionate about something and you can't understand why someone else would be passionate about the thing that they're passionate about then you don't have compassion or empathy and that's a problem in itself that you need to address before you start addressing anybody else about other people's faith and blah 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 blah. you need to have empathy and you need to understand that people are 
born into different religions people are born into different ways of thinking people have um different things happen in their lives or people just don't care and and you have to be able to almost like um like paul said kind of being a, a roman to a roman a greek to a greek and you, you, it's not about changing your personality and being a different person to each person but it's about being able to to understand and relate to them on on a human level um so that's one thing that you have to do um and then just you know being 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 gentle but not to the point where it means that you're pretending and not speaking the truth of the gospel but at the same time if someone doesn't want to hear it it's not by force you mm-hmm. can't sit you can't like you know garbage like when they force feed um ducks you can't you can't do that to somebody with the bible like the bible says don't cast your pearls before swine so if somebody doesn't want to hear it it's not by force at all there's no um, the bible says don't engage in quarrels like meaningless quarrels and you know even yes we're passionate about things but there's no point of getting into a heated discussion especially not with an atheist but you know getting into heated discussions with people other faiths or or atheists or whatever there's there's just no point if somebody doesn't want to discuss it or they're being purposely obtuse or they can't see it from your angle you'll have to just agree to disagree at the end of the day your job is only to tell them it's not to convince them the holy spirit's job is to convince people people don't feel like that though people think they're god and they're just not so they need to actually chill and just calm down because it's really not that serious all you need to do is share the message that's all jesus actually to do spread the gospel he doesn't say convert people he doesn't say uh give people salvation because you don't have salvation to give all you have is your own salvation if you give someone your own salvation you don't have it anymore and that's you not how it works. It. you can't give half of exactly. it exactly you else. can't quarter one <laughs> third you can't do that like all you can do is give them the message and then pray that somebody else will water it and that god will provide the increase that's your job your job is not to provide the increase that's always god's job so that's one thing that you should just always need to remember um that it's not by force and that people god doesn't say you have to believe in jesus he says you have the choice but obviously there's consequences to your actions there's consequences to your choice so if somebody want doesn't want to believe in jesus that's their prerogative but then there is a consequence to that prerogative um all that being said you don't have to have like a theological debate every time you hear the word atheist or encounter someone of a different belief to you. Just do what the spirit leads you to. Sometimes it's just becoming their friend. Sometimes it's just living your life. Um, like as, you know, like it's golden, <laughs> life like it's golden. You know, um, the way Jesus lived his life and your life is a testimony in itself. I'm not saying that you should then use that as an excuse to never spread the gospel through word, you know, because you're... Um, because your life is a testimony like there's sometimes when the holy spirit is like nope i want you to spell this out for this person i want you to have a discussion with this person and then you do it but as the spirit leads if the spirit is leading you to go through the street like street like john the baptist wearing um you know uh, cow skin and and eating honey and locusts Mm. in the in the desert or on the streets of um oxford street then do that but if the spirit is telling you look i want you to befriend this person there's a lot of people who have come to christ just by seeing their friends go through it you know um so so don't feel like you have to be argumentative or you have to be a philosopher or a theologian or have a phd in biblical studies and or be a pastor to to evangelize i know lots of pastors don't even evangelize anyway but that's another episode anyway but um you know so that's that's it that's that's all and and engaging in dialogue doesn't have to be toxic i know a lot of toxic christians who are just like 
just not nice to speak to you so it's like well why even if you are right why would I want <laughs> why would I want to be involved in this you're such a horrible person don't be that Christian by all means talk about God talk about the Bible but don't do it in such an obnoxious way that you're actually turning people off not to say that oh if you've turned someone off of the Bible they can't now come to Jesus they'll find another way God will present something else to them and that seed will always be in their heart but yeah don't be a trash human and then be trying to spread the the Bible because nobody will want to listen to you anyway yeah. Um, yes, I think that's all. And, and I think uh, I echo that same point. It's literally how do you reconcile with atheists and people of other religions? And it is through love. Mm. And so, so I'm not going to repeat what Fomi says, but one of the things that I'll also add is that through your life, your, your life mm. is meant to be a reflection of God's love and God's grace and God's mercy and the kingdom of God that you are literally, that says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That we are, that we are, we, you know, the cliche phrases like we are we the are Christ. more than we are, we are one. Right. And that we are the, we may be the only Jesus people see or, you know, that the whole world eagerly waits in expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. That's Roman chapter 1 verse 6 8 18 Romans 1 8 Romans no Romans, Romans 8, 8 isn't it anywho yeah How so the the passage that says the whole world eagerly waits an expectation for the sons of God to be revealed you know like let your and there's a passage that I'm actually going to read because I do have the scripture for um mm. Matthew <laughs> Matthew 5:16 Matthew 5:16 says let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven and i think in essence that's kind of what it is that like the love that of Christ that you have them your 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 in a your kind of your Yes, the love of Christ that you have and the fact that you are not engaging in them in a in a arrogant or obnoxious way and the fact that you're living the life that you talk about is a way in which people will relate to God. Okay. Your life will be a testament to others and they will see you. They will Romans see 819. Her. Thank you. They will Romans 819. The whole earth eagerly waits an expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. So they will see how you're living and they will see your faith. They will see your relationship with Christ how and we with live God. It. My East Side boys, how we live it, how we live. Oh how type my Kano fans out there. But 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 sorry. They will see how you're living. They will see your life and they will see that your life glorifies God. They will see your good works. They will see your relationship with God. They will see the love of God actually, actually, actually evidenced in your life through how you treat other people and they will want to know your God. And that is, and that, and that is it. You know what I mean? So love and let your life be the thing. Let your love and your life be the thing that leads people to Christ. Um, so that's how you should relate with people of other religions and atheists. Love and life. Uh, Okily dokily. This week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is light bulbs. Okay. Why light bulbs? Mm-hmm. Because they enlighten us and we have mm-hmm. now been enlightened. Okay. We have been enlightened. She's reaching. <laughs> okay. We have been sponsored this. We've been sponsored. Yeah. We've been sponsored by light bulbs and, um, and the Holy Spirit because he brings forth enlightenment. Yeah. Hashtag scripture for this week. Uh, hashtag scripture is 2 Timothy 3, 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Yay. Was it prayer? I prayed last time. All right. So you can only pray one or No, what I thought we're it? doing uh, what is one the week problem? you pray, I one week I pray. You can only pray Hear to God. In the name of Jesus. One time in your life. Or how many times you can pray. 
can't pray to your God or because no, I really okay. Mighty God, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory. We thank you, mighty yeah. God, that you have enlightened us, that you have given us the light. For your word says that um a great light came into the world, um, came onto man, and we thank you, Lord, for giving us Jesus, who is that light. We thank you, God, that even though there are, you know, all these confusions in the world and there are all these different types of doctrines and all these different types of things that people believe, you give us clarity, mighty God, and that we can come to you for answers. If we just call upon your name, your word says that you will answer us, almighty God. So we ask for you right now, oh God, just to give everyone who's listening clarity, to give us confidence in your word, that we might be fully persuaded that you are the way, the truth and the life, that you are all that we need, all that we can ever ask for, that your word is true, that you mm. are the truth. As you have said, that you are the truth oh mm. god and that there is no other truth besides you almighty god mm. we thank you that though we may not know much and that all we do really know is that we know nothing at all that you give us wisdom and understanding mighty mm. god heavenly father and we just thank you and we pray that you give us as christians the ability to be able to um, spread your gospel accurately not a watered down version not a version that suits our needs or our own vested interests almighty god but the yeah. true unadulterated word of god yeah. the true unadulterated gospel that you have given to us for um as the power onto salvation we thank you lord and we give you praise in jesus mighty name amen, amen. are we telling them that this is the it's the last one <laughs> not fair oh, but this is the last one. i mean maybe episode. child no i'm joking well See, i don't know a I'm, I'm not a meanie i'm not a meanie but it's actually difficult do you know what i mean this is the no, last episode difficult. of the season guys you have gone to this is season two episode 20 and you know each season is 20 episodes long um it's been a it's been a good it's ride been a pleasure it's been a good ride um stay tuned though stay tuned to the instagram and we'll be putting out stuff and bits and bobs um whilst we pray go to our prayer closets and really figure out how god is going to help us to be better people and mm. and um help me to be a better person and to <laughs> and to and to do things properly and um and so what to give you guys next um we want to definitely make sure that we are feeding you with the word of god and delivering the word of god to you effectively so you let us know what you want from us next um mm-hmm. how we can be a better source of encouragement and enlightenment and feed you with the word of god hold tight those of you who are waiting on the audio bible with the <laughs> it's coming it's coming it's coming it's coming i'm looking forward to the, the week that we just kind of enclose ourselves in a studio and mm. just go bar for bar with the bible and be like so what god is actually trying to say is use a heifer you know but he does actually say that um mm. so yeah so hold tight those of you who are waiting on certain things we're coming and let us know in the dms on instagram um yeah we love you what you want from us come and follow us on soundcloud mm-hmm. um on itunes podcast on google podcast hashtag scripture facebook and instagram hashtag scripture twitter at ht scripture our website www.hashtagscripture.com um and patreon www.patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture make sure that you follow us because remember this is the last one for for a while so you want to keep up to date with when we're coming back or what we're doing in the future and what other projects we've got going on and you know just we might continue to do lives and stuff like that so make sure you follow us because if you don't you're not going to get any of that and then you're going to be complaining that oh we missed this and we missed that but that's not our fault we don't care that sounds like a you problem because we told you we done told you um so yeah so yeah but we love you so much guys it's been awesome and amazing thank you so much like i know tina's just said this it's been a really good journey and it's been um 
yeah that's really interesting to like engage with you guys so just keep engaging with us don't forget us because we're not releasing weekly podcasts so you don't know us no more like you can't say hi to us on the street and that because we don't and yeah, we're release still weekly podcasts like it's not like stuff. you're paying my rent do you know what I mean <laughs> like you can still say hi like yeah, yeah. and so again, we, and again we are we are humbled you know we didn't think it was gonna grow this much we we hoped that oh it'll be good but we literally was just doing this because God told us to do it and um, we didn't have any God told ex- any to God told huh for me that's to stay staying that it's just me who heard from god and um so why are you here then because know? i heard from you and i believe that you have from god i do be hearing from god you know it's not only it's yeah. not only oh it's not only that god will tell you something yeah, directly Sometimes no, you so we people. are we are humbled at the fact that you guys have stuck with us um for the the listens that we have the place that we if have. we're honest sorry i'm just gonna interrupt tina if we're honest i'm here because tina threatened me with the penalty of death but you guys know that for me so that's why i'm one, here it's the mean one out of the two of us so the threat okay but well, who who makes the most violent threats out of the two of us I oh, do, oh okay but then. it's just my bark oh, okay. is worse who, than my bite in this, was it in this episode or last episode where you said that you would slit someone's throat was that this, this one or this, this last because i feel like it was one of the episodes i personally didn't ever say that to anybody about anybody so just saying sorry guys who's more believable in this situation just saying i am so yeah, we are humbled and we um we we thank you. So yeah, share that now that it's finished and now that you guys have listened. Start from the beginning. Yeah, start restart from the beginning of season episode one, season one, and share the episodes of other people because what it is is that you guys don't share us um with your family and your friends. You just you're your, selfish. Wear, wear your wear your what's that thing? You wear your secret um what's that term? I feel like you want to say either guilty pleasure or secret taboo, but I feel like we're neither of those things. We you share us guys. There's a lot of us to go around. There's a lot of content to go around. Um share, 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 share. So yeah, we love you. We the love Thank of you. the Lord. We love you with the love of the Lord. I can see you in the glory of Woo! the Lord. Yeah! I love you. <laughs> with the love of the Lord. <laughs> Thanks, Kalechi. A big thank you to Kalechi for helping us to record this season. Isn't yeah. he awesome, guys? Hit up his page um, on Instagram. Go, go and listen to Love Letters. What is it? Six. <laughs> How many have you done? 27. Face <laughs> um, party, Afrobeat, Love Letters, Volume, Afro party. volume Part Letter uh, 17. Moose, mixtape. Yeah. Just all the mixtapes. Book him for your weddings, your bar mitzvahs, your birthday parties, everything. He's the best. We, we told you that he's the best DJ in the world. Am I not? In the world. You know we not don't Christian lie. Christian DJ, just DJ. You, and you know we don't lie. Like, we have never ever lied to you. And when we're not going to start now. So actually, book Especially him. on this particular topic where we happen to be quite snobbish about this topic and we really wouldn't lie about it because it's never that serious like when we go to events there are no events where we where we feel comfortable in any way that the sound person has done a good job or the dj has done a good job except for dj kalechi no but that's and one maybe like one or two other djs that's actually true like we've never ever been to an event where we've been like no that whole thing what whole thing was amazing and there was no sound issues was amazing dj kalechi and we didn't look at the dj like huh what did you do we didn't say oh i didn't say to tina excuse me tina can you go and speak to the dj because this is unacceptable (laughs) we'll be looking in our bag for our phone to come and plug it into the <laughs> we'll do it ourselves. Or call the police. We'll like ourselves. there's an imposter on the decks and calling them help a DJ we'll and it's absolutely unacceptable. Ourselves. Um yeah, and Kletchi's refused to teach us how to DJ, so which is why we have become scripture DJs. Because also we should also do that as well. For me, I didn't We should be booked and busy by now. What's wrong with you, Kletchi? Anyway, we thank <laughs> you. On that note. Bye. 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 <laughs>